Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We move on today to Matthew chapter 16, focusing on the opening four verses of this chapter. Here in these verses, we see, once again, the religious leaders coming to Jesus and asking him to give them a sign from heaven. The first time in chapter 12, verse 38, it was the scribes and Pharisees that asked for a sign. Now here, in this second incident, it is the Pharisees and the Sadducees that ask him for a sign from heaven. The first time, Jesus gave them the sign of Jonah, and he does that again this second time. But first, he calls their attention to the fact that, although they are very good at predicting the weather, they don't seem to be able to recognize the signs of the times in which they are living. Now, here are verses 1 through 4 of Matthew chapter 16, and they read as follows. One day, the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus' claim of being the Messiah by asking him to show some great demonstrations in the skies. He replied, You are good at reading the weather signs of the skies. Red sky tonight means fair weather tomorrow. And red skies in the morning means foul weather all day. But you can't read the obvious signs of the times. This evil, unbelieving nation is asking for some strange sign in the heavens. But no further proof will be given except the miracle that happened to Jonah. Then Jesus walked out on them.
now, here with today's study is Pastor Henry Horder. It is a fact that often nothing unites like a common enemy. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were on opposite sides on a number of key issues of theology and of politics. But they both united in opposition to Jesus. That's an amazing feature about humans. People will unite in opposition to truth. They may not agree on many things, but humans under sin can agree to oppose what's right. That's another result of sin in the human race. The sin of opposing truth unites people. This principle is demonstrated many times over in the Bible in both Testaments. From the New Testament record, it's clear that enemies united to oppose Jesus. In Matthew 16, the first gospel records that the Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, When evening comes, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a miraculous sign, but none will be given you except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left and went away. That's Matthew 16, 1-4. A number of programs ago, I spoke about Jesus leaving Galilee for Tyre and Sidon on the Mediterranean coast in the pagan territory of Syrian Phoenicia. He left Galilee to get away from the constant frustration of trick questions from the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Now, no sooner had he returned to Galilee when the opposition from the Pharisees and Sadducees surfaced again. This time they accosted Jesus with a request for a sign from heaven. Evidently, they wanted him to perform for them. The many signs that Jesus had done previously were being discounted by the Pharisees and Sadducees. The tremendous things Jesus had already done had left no impact on them. They wanted something more spectacular than before. It is clear that they had no intention of considering Jesus' claims. They had agreed to oppose him and to try to trap him. You can count on it. Opposition to Jesus will be united, even if that's the only unifying point. Jesus' reply was an interesting one. Evidently, his questioners were reasonably good weather forecasters. By interpreting the signs in the sky, they could predict the weather, but they were unable to interpret the signs of the times which evidently were just as obvious as the signs in the sky. Apparently, the Pharisees and Sadducees did not have the spiritual sensitivity to see the signs of the times. Now, by the times, Jesus did not mean to suggest some distant future, but the here and now. Enormous things were happening. Christ had arrived. The kingdom was at hand and being offered to his people. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees saw nothing unusual. Great things were clearly happening. 
And these representatives of the people missed the signs. History was about to be split into B.C. and A.D. or B.C.E. and A.C.E. The indicators were there for all who wanted to see to see. What signs was Jesus speaking about, which the Pharisees and the Sadducees had missed? Well, the Old Testament prophets had predicted what the Messiah would do when he came and how he could be recognized. Jesus had performed exactly those acts. They were signs to his authenticity. But the Pharisees and the Sadducees had missed them. They were spiritually unprepared. Those signs were just as obvious as the signs in the sky that signaled a change in the weather. These men were sensitive to the weather, but they were not sensitive to the coming of the Messiah. Now they wanted special treatment. They were determined to oppose him, but they wanted him to perform tricks for them. They were trying to manipulate Jesus, but God won't be manipulated. Now, as I mentioned a moment ago, the signs of the times Jesus was speaking about, which the Pharisees and the Sadducees had missed, were the works of the Messiah done by Jesus and predicted by the prophets. Perhaps Jesus also had reference to his words, also predicted by the prophets. Both his works and his words pointed to the fact that he really was the promised Messiah. They were signs. The Pharisees and Sadducees weren't listening and they weren't observing. Had they been sensitive to spiritual truth, they would have seen and heard. Clearly, they had closed their minds to it. True, there are none so blind as those who will not see, and none so deaf as those who will not hear. They missed seeing and they missed hearing. They missed seeing the Messiah in the works of Jesus, and they missed seeing the Messiah in the words of Jesus. I don't want to limit Jesus' words about signs of the times just to that time in history. I believe that there are also signs that predict the events of the end of history as we know it. There were clear signs to his first coming, and there are clear signs to his second coming. I believe, too, that they are as obvious as the signs in weather changes. They were also predicted by the prophets and the New Testament writers. In fact, Jesus himself listed many of these signs predicting his second coming, in this Gospel of Matthew, chapters 24 to 25. I'll come back to the Pharisees and Sadducees tomorrow in the rest of the words of Jesus here. He warns his disciples that the teaching of these men was like yeast, which permeates the entire lump of dough. Once unbelief is entertained, it is hard to eradicate. Develop a sensitivity to truth. Perhaps that's a crucial truth we ought to learn. Close up to untruth, but open up to truth, especially the truth of Jesus, the Christ, and the Savior. In the arms of sweet deliverance, I lay my heavy burden down, and with my Lord I'll abide. 
last my traveling days are done In the land somewhere beyond the sun In the arms of sweet deliverance In the arms of sweet deliverance I shall rest by and by The troubles I've had much more than enough Many of the days my path is rough Many of the days I wonder what to do But then I talk to my God in prayer He assures me He's right there And whatsoever will come He'll see me through In the arms of sweet deliverance Gonna lay my heavy burden down And with my Lord I'll abide When at last my traveling days are done In the land somewhere beyond the sun In the arms of sweet deliverance In the arms of sweet deliverance I shall rest by and by I've read in the book how the Lord once said The rain will fall on the good and bad But wise is the man who waits upon the Lord When trials and sorrows multiply I will not ask him the reason why For strength is mine only heaven can afford In the arms of sweet deliverance Gonna lay my heavy burden down And with my Lord My traveling days are done In the land somewhere beyond the sun In the arms of sweet deliverance In the arms of sweet deliverance I shall rest by and by I shall rest by and by I shall rest by What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.